Blog Talk Radio. We've been awfully quiet, have we? Lost you in the static. Behind the scenes doing damage. Full savage for the family. New status, bitch, get at me. Wrong turn with the Eddie. Wouldn't walk down my Abbey. Ooh, from the wrong side of Kelly. True, straight bullet to your body. I should track my tally. They quiet, how we got a death valley. Get the talking wildly. They want me badly, you're regretted, buddy. Come collect the bounty, settle debts around in trouble, met allowing flowers, kept in family, funeral, you family. Writing for these niggas, I'm a ghost. Writing for myself, I'm the goat. Used to keep for freezing with the stove, with the bro. That was back when I was 20 years old. In the queue with my roots, still planted in the coast. Bitch, you getting nasty if I triple up the growth. Make a bitch get naked and blow. How was known for different women with a dozen different strokes? I'm the man back home. I'm back home, Riverside, motherfucker. Got the juice in the post. They got shade, they got salt, they got played after salt. They got played, I got paid. I make waves, I make dough. I just roll with the punches. I might some assault. They ain't throwing no punches, they claiming assault. Talking and talk, now I rip out the throat. Get on IG and pose. Ain't that traveling? Y'all know why they always so stoned. I'd rather skip it through the aqua. Turn the groupie, see the follow. Probably swimming in the brother, not your awkward when you call it, that's the hardest to swallow. Ay, see a fan, think I need me to a katanas. Get a poem, have them dance, show the talent, money working in my wallet, make a Asiago pasta, I should fuck around and buy a bitch, copy on the product. I'm a girl one like that, name another motherfucker, throw like that. Refer on Skynet, preserve and fight back. Looking in the mirror while your mirror's hijacked. The server IMAX, the bureau high deck. Pushing interference, there are arrows type less. Arrow digress, her hair up digest. Press a couple women in the crew on sight deck. If you on sight, yeah. On 10 with the shit, I'm signed up. With a back, go shit, who's tight up. Money on the line, I'm tight up. Making moves out here, work my duck. Making noise out here, don't mind duck. Wait for you, little bitch, don't try us. Little bitch, don't try us. We back, little bitch, don't try us. Here, say, she only fuck with you to get the rent paid. Bad little, mm, I'm a mixed race. Money hit like habits like a gin day. Couple chin suits, swimming in for 10 days. I can model at the uh, very 10th day. In the kitchen here, feeling like I'm been great. tuned in to another episode of Indie Sire right here with your host, Nakia. And that was Willis with uh, We're Back and how appropriate because, you know, we took a hiatus that was only supposed to last for about two weeks until I finished school and then something else came up and then something else came up. And anyway, long story short, we're back. Willis is our 2018 Best Male Hip-Hop Artist. Yes. Shout out to Willis out there in Riverside, California. Guys, I'm so excited to be back with you this evening, and I don't want to rattle too long because, you know, I love interviewing my guests, right? So it's all about my guests. But I do want to just bring you up on some things that have been going on, give some quick shout-outs because I'm sure I'll forget to do it at the end of the show. I do want to shout-out all of the classes of 2019. That includes kindergartners. That includes those sixth graders going to seventh grade, those eighth graders going into high school, um, those high school graduates, those college graduates from undergrad, you know, from graduate school. I'm so excited because we have three, four, five. We got a lot of graduates in our family. I kicked it off on um, hell, May 17th, um, graduating again for about the second or the third time. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I kind of, you know, kept mine on the low because my daughter was coming up right behind me. Uh, she graduated last Wednesday from high school Congratulations. She'll be going on to East Carolina University um, in Greenville, North Carolina, um, entering into their MBA in fashion merchandising and consumer studies program. So big up to my daughter. Uh, on Sunday, my mother graduated for, I don't know, the fourth or the fifth time. Um, and she is uh, on her way now to obtain her master's in theology. So big up to my mom. My daughter, my son, tomorrow's his last day of school. He'll be going into ninth grade at high school. Um, so we just got a lot, you know, going on in our family right now, a lot to celebrate and a lot to be thankful for. Uh, with that being said, again, congratulations to all the classes of 2019 that have graduated already. And, you know, a lot, a lot of my schools up north, they have not graduated. They have not uh, got out of school yet. So uh, congratulations to those upcoming graduates as well. It's June, guys. It's June. And uh, if you've been following, you know, the show on social media, you know that every day for the month of June, we're going to spotlight an artist or a music contribution for the month of June. Why, you ask? 
because it is African American Music Appreciation Month. Um, this is an annual celebration of African American music in the United States. It was initiated as Black Music Month by President Jimmy Carter, who in June or on June 7, 1979, decreed that June would be the month of Black music. In 2009, the commemoration was given its current name by President Barack Obama. In his 2016 proclamation, Obama noted that African-American music and musicians have helped the country to dance, to express our faith through song, to march against injustice, and to defend our country's enduring promise of freedom and opportunity for all. So this is day four. Day one, we spotlighted Thomas Dorsey. He's a father of gospel music. Uh, day two, we spotlighted, uh, la, 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 la. I don't want to say it might have been Ella Fitzgerald. It might have been. Um, I'm not going to even tell you about her because I'm not sure that's who we spotlighted. But day three, we spotlighted De La Soul. For all my, my, my 90s babies, I'm talking about those who graduated in the 90s, not those who were born in the 90s. So I maybe shouldn't say my 70s babies. I don't know. Uh, but De La Soul was hot for me when I was in high school. Um, we spotlighted them yesterday, you know, back in the late, late, 80s, uh, De La Soul, and they just celebrated uh, 25 years of that first album a couple years ago. Uh, so big ups to them as well. Today we spotlighted Sade, or Sade, um, the Nigerian-British uh, fashion model and uh, actress and uh, producer and uh, singer. So just follow us on social media throughout the month of June and forward, and you'll see who we spotlight every day. I do want to touch upon one thing that, I don't know, got me feeling a little, I don't know really how it has me feeling right now. Um, I read a lot of comments, a lot of comments um, across social media in regards to the Central Park Five. And um, a lot of people may not have known the story behind it, or they may have only known bits and pieces of the story. Uh, but African-American studies was my minor in uh, college first time around. And so a lot of this information is not new to me. Plus I stay, you know, I stay on top of um, events like this right here. But um, on Netflix, some of you may have just seen like, you know, the, the name displayed or the title displayed and not really knew um, what it was in reference to. Um, but Ava DuVernay has a series on Netflix and it's, it spotlights or focuses um, the events that happen um, with the Central Park Five. The name of the series is called When They See Us, and it takes you from the beginning um, all the way to the end of uh, the events that went on with these five young men. Um, there was a Central Park jogger case, um, and it was a criminal case that was built around the assault and rape of uh, Trisha Miley. She was a white female investment banker uh, in New York. This happened on April the 19th of 1989. Coming through the park one night, she was jogging, and um, a group of, you know, African-American and Hispanic uh, young boys were on their way to a party. Some of them, some of them just joined in, you know, with the group as they saw them passing by. Anyway, um, she was attacked, uh, brutally attacked um, and raped. Um, and, and pretty much left for dead. They picked up these young boys, um, about 11 they picked up, and um, throughout their time at the precinct, um, they began to put a story together um, that kind of fit what happened in the park with this jogger. Even though these, you know, some of the young boys did admit that they were there and they were harassing, you know, bicyclists and, you know, that type of thing, nobody owned up to what they were being accused of. And so through coercion, um, five young boys uh, between the ages of 14 and 16 were um, eventually brought to trial um, for the assault and the rape um, robbery, riot, sexual abuse, and attempted murder of Miss Miley. Um, fast forwarding, you know, the, the, the series takes us through what they went through while they were locked up. Um, it takes us through, you know, what happened after they got out. Um, and a lot of people are having a hard time grasping, you know, um, everything 
So before I tell you anymore, because I'm going to talk about it more on Thursday, what I want you to do is do your, do your homework, do your due diligence on this. Um, for those who feel like the first 15 minutes was horrible, they couldn't watch the first 15 minutes, and that's nowhere near what happened, you know, uh, later on, like like episode three. You know what I'm saying? So do do your research on this. Um, people are starting to post things like um, how, you know, once they were released, because we'll talk about this on Thursday, once they were released, they they sued and then got X amount of money. All right, so this happened in 2014, right? So people keep up. You know what I'm saying? It's good that you bring up the old news or whatever, but um, do your research because when you start talking about stuff that you are clueless about, like I said, these comments I've been seeing are just, you know, like really out there. So just just do your research um, before you start spreading information that, that's incorrect before, you know, you make it obvious if you don't know the story. Um, just Just do your research. That's all I'm asking. All right, but we're going to talk about more about this on Thursday, how it went from um, them being um, found guilty of charges and going into um, juvenile detention and as well as um, one going into the general population in, in Attica. All right, so we're going to talk about this on Thursday because right now I just I want to jump in and get my guests on because I know uh, I know you guys you're tired of hearing me right I'm tired of talking. All right, so tonight my guests we're we're live. I forgot it was Tuesday. Yes, we're live right here on Tulip Tuesdays on Indie Fire, and tonight our guest is the uh, owner of Rap Remnant. Uh, he's the owner and operator. It is a Christian hip hop website that focuses on empowering independent artists. Ain't that what we all about over here? Empowering. Our independent, that's us, right? And so Rap Remnant's mission is to provide services to advance Christian hip-hop artists, spiritual development, and their financial stability. Outside of Rap Remnant, Mr. Busker, I don't even think I told you his name. There you go. Mr. Busker uh, specializes in nonprofit development through fundraising, strategic planning, and project management. Indify listening audience, our fans, our followers, and our supporters, I present to you this evening my guest, Mr. Is it Busker or Busker? I should have asked you that. Oh, it's all good. It's Busker. There we go, it's Mr. Busker. Busker. Like, <laughs> yep, yep. It's like Buster, but a K instead of a T. With a K. Oh. With a K, yeah. First, yep. I was like, you know, like, you probably, must have probably typed this up wrong. It's probably Buster, not Busker. All right. So, yeah, Mr. Busker. Thank you so much for being here with us this evening. Uh, let me get that out now because I know me, I'll start talking and forget about it. You could have been anywhere <laughs> this evening, uh, but you chose to spend your time right here on Indie Fire with us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. The pleasure is mine. Thanks for having me, and congratulations to all your family with all the graduations and growth and uh, all the hard work they've done, and uh, that, that's really cool to hear. Thank you so much on behalf of all of them and myself. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I want to jump right in and just talk about um, this website. Uh, when you first, yeah. so when this idea first came into your head, what was your mission at the, the onset of uh, this idea? Um, well, about eight years ago, I tried to do ver- something very similar, and Unfortunately, I tried to make it all things to all people, and it had the wrong team around me, and I, I wasn't leading the way I, I should have led, and it just – it was a, a jumble. It was all messed up, and it, it didn't work out. Um, but then I was really frustrated with my current – with my job at, at the time, and then um, I got an email, just one of those in those promotion emails that – the founder of Rap Remnant wanted to sell it. He was getting to a position where he just couldn't put it to the to the level he knew it could be. He couldn't uh, dedicate the time to it that he knew it, it could be uh, successful. And and so he just sent an email out to his whole database to sell it. And I didn't even know I signed up for it. I think I just gave him my email to download some free songs at one point. And um, here I was getting this email, and so then I talked to him. Uh, You know, when when you're trying to transfer a Christian business, it's uh, not just, all right, who's got the money. It's kind of like, all right, what you going to do with it? Where's your heart at? What's your mind? You know, 
where's your your spirit behind stuff um right and so after talking with him about all of that then he decided to sell it to me at the end of october and so i've had this uh going on well i guess almost eight months at this point uh and and here i am um i've tried to streamline some things, just kind of clean it up to how I want it cleaned up and um, tweak what I would like to tweak and keep what I want to keep. Uh, there's always been a free submission. So if you make Christian music or uh, music that without cussing that doesn't degrade people, uh, then submit it to our website. There's a free submission. All free uh, submissions that are approved get on our website and promote it through Twitter. And then we have some paid options if you want to get promoted past that. Uh, so I've kept that and I've been growing partnerships and getting on podcasts like this and just having a lot of fun with it. It's really cool meeting some cool people that are about the love of the music, not so much the, the love of money behind the music. And so mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. Just focusing on the independent artists that really care about, the craft and then let's kind of position ourselves so that way we, our love of the craft will support our pocketbook. What made you choose this type of business? Oh, good question. Um, well, this kind of fell into my lap. Uh, so like, that's the main reason. Um, but I graduated undergrad with a marketing degree and then I was just not sure what to do with it afterwards. Uh, it was a great broad brushstroke of marketing where I learned enough about a lot to make me uh, qualified for all these jobs, but then not the upper tier of all those jobs. You know, I didn't specialize mm-hmm. in anything, mm-hmm. a broad brushstroke. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then I'm like, okay, now what? I need to specialize in something. And as I was looking around, I was like, none of these options seem cool. And then (laughs) I discovered uh, nonprofit development and uh, went to grad school and I did my thesis on the Illinois wine industry. Uh, There's a nonprofit that over that helps all these for-profit tourism businesses to grow. And then they're funded by the Illinois tourism. And so I did a thesis about that. I uh, studied Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. I worked for a, did marketing for a Christian retreat center for a little bit. I worked for the Girl Scouts doing fundraising for a little bit. Um, I currently do fundraising for a marriage ministry. And so all about taking the business knowledge and helping improve people's lives. Like the, the thing I don't want is when I look back at the end of my life to be like, yeah, I took a lot of money from people. That's awesome. Like mm-hmm. I, I definitely, I'm, I like taking money, but I'm not trying to snatch it from you. I'm I'm trying right. to grow value while I do it and uh, trying to build the next generation and keep making things bigger than um, what it is. And um, my wife is half Nigerian. And one of the common phrases, kind of like their folklore or whatever is, um, we stand on the shoulders of our ancestors. And so we're always standing on the generation before us. And our job is to stand as upright as we can and grow as tall as we can for the next generation to stand on top of us. And that's just our role. And I take that to heart. And I was kind of doing that before we even started dating. And it just kind of clicked in with their their culture really well. And um, that's just kind of my perspective on things. What what's unique about your business? Yeah. Um, good question. So to take it as a whole, uh, stressing the Christian element of music is one aspect of what makes it unique that we're focused on the making the world a better place through music and more specifically through our faith. And Mm -hmm. that's what makes Christian music alone uh, special, Uh, which 
I don't want to get into all Christian music because there's people that chase the money in all realms. I've had pastors lie to my face. I've ha- seen other pastors steal. I, I, you know, I don't want to say that because it's labeled Christian, it's labeled as good. Um, that there's definitely some some wickedness in everybody's hearts. Uh, but the what makes rap remnant unique among other Christian rap platforms is that we focus on independent artists. Uh, There are some artists that they're the main stage and they're for the musicians who have interns who are signed by large labels that, you know, have undisclosed deals with Nike, you know, and my platform promotes those artists that are like, yo, I'm trying to build a booth in my closet. I got all my clothes on my floor. How do I do that? So I'm working with those artists. I'm working with artists that have some sort of background in audio production, but they need help with the promotion. I'm I'm working with the artists that are really grinding because they're doing it for their purpose or themselves. And ultimately, uh, what Rap Remnant is doing is really – focusing this again on black people. Um, Christian music has had a very um, blind eye to black musicians. And uh, and, and, and there's been some, a, a lot of subtle racism within the Christian world when it comes to music. And I'm switching that up. I'm flipping it on its head and I'm making it, so that we're we're not doing that anymore. Uh, there's a prominent Christian rapper who was on this mega church circuit that complained that all these kids are loving his music, but when they come to see him, they ask to touch his hair. And I'm like, yo, you do not know black people if you're asking to touch their hair. Glad glad you're asking instead of just doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't just do it. Don't don't. But, like, you don't know black people if you're asking to touch their hair. And and so then it's it's like, but in the Christian hip-hop realm, black people have been just the entertainers. And once you open your mouth about police brutality or um, bias in employment or anything that's a black issue and not a white issue, uh, the church kind of turns its side on you. Uh, may not turn its back fully, but they definitely turn their side on you. And uh, that's just not the case with us. We're going to promote it um, and put it in perspective. I'm a a white male. Uh, My wife's a a black woman. I'm going to make sure that my kids have as much freedom as what I had growing up. And I'm I'm starting that fight before I have uh, kids with my wife. And I'm nervous to see the Central Park Five. I know the story, but I, I'm just nervous to watch it. Uh, so I, I'm going to do it eventually, but I, it, it's a rough world out there. It really is. And we're, we're trying to make it better through hip-hop. So what services or products do you offer um, independent artists? We do some general consulting, and right now we just have some social media promotions uh, packages with three different levels based on uh, your budget and what you're trying to accomplish. And really, I went to the textbook of how to launch a song. I've looked at other artists and what they did, not what they said they did, but what they actually did. And... um and how to promote songs, your album, um, also doing some branding elements. So if you're between songs to just kind of stay up in uh, front of people. And then I'm working a lot with uh, different radio stations and production companies. So that way I can help branch you out. I can help you grow to where you need to go. I haven't, quite got to the point where I have venues in every major city, but um, I'm growing the network of independent artists so that way 
if you need something done, I can lead you to a couple different people that have experience with it, that are reasonable in their pricing and how they work with people. And, uh, yeah, so long story short, the quick exchange of you give me money, I give you services or with some social media promotion. And then, uh, but I'm really developing the consulting aspect and the, the brand building and uh, awareness building for artists we work with. How do you feel um, that you're making a difference in the world? How do I feel if I'm making a difference? That what you yeah. How do you feel that you're making a difference in the world? Okay, like assuming I, I am making a difference, and how do I feel about that? Or like, what am I doing to make a difference? So let's take the word assuming out of the equation completely, because um, when we okay. step into something that we feel is our purpose, and we're mission minded. Um, on accomplishing um, the goals and the mission of that um, particular project or, or entity or business, we don't assume anymore. So mm, feedback. Good. I'm sure you're getting feedback. I'm sure that you're getting feedback about your website. Um, and I'm sure that you, you know, and your wife, you pat yourselves on the back. But what do you, what do you, um, what do you see that you're doing properly? That's making a difference in this world. Like I've had Christian fiction authors on the show um, who, you know, I speak to now on a daily basis who feel like um, the Christians are the ones who should be, you know, supporting them the most. And they find that, you know, they're, they're not, the church doesn't support their, you know, their, their gift. Um, but they feel that non-believers, you know, uh, they don't want to pick their book up and read it because it's Christian fiction, you know, but they're still making their mark in the world. Um, they see that through their book reviews. They see that through their sales. So for you, how do you feel like you're making a difference in the world? Yeah, that's a, a good question. Um, so one artist in particular, um, he's of, Cherokee ancestry and he promoted he sent a song through the free submissions and I promoted it I liked it um, I have some family that are are part Native American um, and so I really like connected with them and I was like I, I like this like there's really only one of you really and you know I told him that and then um it was a, some time, maybe a couple months later, he posted this thing on uh, Instagram. It was like a book underneath a picture. It was just like, hey, some people are saying this about me and that about me. My song is whack, and I'm never going anywhere in life, and this is all garbage. I should give it up and all this stuff. If that's the case, then why did Rap Remnant promote me? They're one of the most notable Christian rap websites, like, why are they promoting me if all this that you're saying is true? And that just, like, it hit me. I was like, oh, I'm that. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I'm somebody's defense to haters. I'm somebody's defense to um, those self-defeating thoughts. Like, I'm somebody's mm -hmm. defense to mental health. Like, wow. Uh, that yeah. was really humbling, and that kind of, like, hit me you know that really hit me like oh that and that that's probably the most notable story that i have about how i directly impacted somebody's life and, and that's amazing i try not to downplay um anything that i receive any um any personal message you know any a message posted you know outright on social media for people to read any text message any phone call um, I try not to downplay any of that um, because uh, here on Indie Fire, as, um, you know, our fans and followers know, you know, the mission is to be able to provide a platform 
um, for the independent community um, to be able to um, give them an avenue of expression. Um, and we, we don't nickel and dime people. You know, I find that so funny. People are always asking, you know, how much is it? Um, huh? You know, because that, that wasn't um, the, the notion. We first started this three years ago. It wasn't, it wasn't about the money. It was about um, being able to just provide this opportunity for the independent community. So when I hear people, when I see something that is posted about the show or about me, um, you know, no matter how I look at myself, uh, I see that I'm making that positive impact in others' lives. And that's all, you know, that's all I wanted to do. That's what it's all about. Um, how do you measure success in the role that you're in? Uh, good question. Oh. Back again, and we're coming back to consciousness. I'm in my lane, and I'm gonna make it pop again. Swerving all the drama, open minds like a prophet is. Third eye open, let the classes begin. I'm a real goddess, I hold court. A real goddess, I life source. Making history the right source. I reach for my life course. I'm insane, I'm getting money. Then rain, they take it from me. Then claim the throne. Me and my family made this home. Tell me what's your truth. Who you with and who is you? Do you even have a clue? I'm a rider, you the coop. We gon' swerve through the city. Swag on uplifted. Two trucks, we tipped We say, we flipped it, got the nerves in the building, kings and queens, can you feel me, unite in full force, ain't no way to stop them, say the force, with the truth, they know we got it, we are, we are, we are, we're coming, 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 Social media storm, they keep your brain in clouds. Social media storm, they keep the people loud. Promote and mass destruction, that's what she said. Promote and self-destruction, that's how they say. They want to see us living life like the living dead. They want to see us in life, so they live instead. When you have from the truth, just like you're living lonely. I hit the booth just so you can take a look a moment. At this life to see how much you really want it. This life just looks, they keep the people honing. When you have from the truth, just like you're living lonely. I hit the booth just so you can take a look a moment. At this life to see how much you really want it. This life just looks, they keep the people honing. Yeah. We are, yeah. we are, yeah. we are. was so strange and rude, I might say, because if I would have played anybody, it would have been Keisha Beard. I don't even know who that was, and I don't even know how the song just jumped out like that. But I'm glad it wasn't appropriate, so I really am. I'm, I'm glad it was appropriate, because that would have been a little awkward. I have no idea. I don't know. And I'm like, I'm just moving around the studio trying to figure out what that just happened. All right. Anyway, yeah. if you're just tuning in live... You're live, you're live right here on Indie Fire with uh, your host, Nakia, on Two Lit Tuesdays, and our special guest, the owner and operator of a Rap Remnant Christian Hip Hop website, Mr. Buster. Hey, yo, what's good? It's your boy, Jerusalem, from the Scarfella Music Group, <laughs> and you're on the air with the hottest station, Indie Fire, Indie Fire. with your host, Indie Lil Fire. Timmy and Nakia. Right here, right on the here, right here, right here, all the hottest right hip hop hits and the fire. Let's get it. Let's get it. Now, as you know, I did that. I did that myself. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Jerusalem out of uh, upstate New York for that drop right there. Um, so uh, I, I think I asked you before that music so rudely interrupted me. Um, how do you measure success in the role that you play? Um, in that on that website. 
So as the owner and operator, how do you measure success? You know, that's a, that's a tough one. I got different levels to it. Um, I mean, of course, how many people are coming to my website and um, is one indicator of growth. Um, I wouldn't call that success, though, because it's, it's about the amount of people I impact and impact for the better. Um, one thing that I was really focused on uh, is partnering with spiritual development and how, to, how do we offer that. And there's a, a company called Right Now Media where they, they call themselves basically the Netflix of Bible study where you have videos on every book of the Bible, all sorts of topics, and uh, you can access it whenever you want. And so I pay a monthly subscription to that, and then I can give out as many as I want for free. And and so anybody who would be interested in that service, um, there's ways to get it on the website um, or, um, you know, tweet me. And all social media is at Rap Remnant, uh, and I can send that to you. And that's great just whether it's 3 o'clock in the morning and you've got that existential question you're wrestling with or you want to do something on your lunch break or you want to play something as you're making breakfast in the morning um, or you want to get a group together, whatever whatever you want to do. Um, and so it's really about impacting people and improving their lives and helping them move to the version they want to be. Um, I don't, if anyone's feeling stuck out there, like you don't have to be stuck. Our God doesn't want us to be stuck. So if you're, you're feeling stuck in whatever situation you're in, there's other reasons for that. And, um, they may not be your fault and there, there's ways to get out of it. And, um, this right now media really helps to give you the answers to what you're looking for. Uh, there's thing, there's whole series about leadership, uh, marriage, uh, for students, for your business, for kids, like it's all over. And uh, so to answer the question, ultimately it's about those stories like that one artist that I described earlier and, other people out there that are impacted by some good music and that sounds good, that's produced well, and that also has a deeper meaning uh, that really connects to you. I like that. And that's right now, media? Yes, ma'am. All right, so, guys, I'm going to get that information um, posted on our social media as well. Um, but I like that. I, I like that. Kind of got me tongue-tied there for a minute. Uh, what's the last <laughs> thing that you learned? The last thing that I learned? Yeah. Wow. That's an awesome question. I've never heard that. Um, the last thing I learned. All right, so – Here's one. I was talking to a guy who uh, he owns a, a a record label. He just partnered with the radio station, and I was talking to him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, all these people. That's a you have access to them for free." And I'm like, "What do you mean for free? Like they're your employees. Like you barely know me. Like it, it's weird from a normal perspective. That is weird." Like, he spent years building his company, and then he's just going to be like, oh, yeah, you need anything for my people, you got it for free. I'm like, what? Like, it's just weird. Uh, I got to say that. But he came back with this awesome story. He's like, all right, when let's go back to when the disciples were out fishing. They got nothing all day, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus is like, drop your, uh, drop your nets on the other side. And they're looking at him mm-hmm. like, you're a carpenter. What do you know about right, fishing? Right. You don't know. You don't know nothing. But they they listened, and they got so much fish that if they tried to pull it in themselves, the boat would have capsized, and they would have mm-hmm. been no fish, no boat. So then they call right. other people out, 
and then this other boat comes in there and picks them up and helps them out. And then they have so much fish they don't know what to do with. And he's like, bro, uh, so many people are saying that because it's a Christian industry, the money's not out there. But let me tell you, the work is out here. We got the work. Mm-hmm. Like, the harvest is plenty. The workers are few. Like, the work, we got work. Like, we just need to divide the load so that way the work gets done. And he's like, mm-hmm. and so when I'm saying that you bring something else to the puzzle that I don't have, and I'm bringing something to the puzzle that you don't have, but together right. we paint this bigger picture. And so that's networking. That's right, network because right. we're bringing in more fish together. And I'm like, oh, that is good. That is so good. And I just flipped that whole word networking up on its head because I've been, I've grew up or I was always taught that networking is, okay, how do I weave around this spider web? Okay, if I connect this person and then they got this connection <laughs> to this person, you, you know what I'm saying? That's networking. But networking is now let's all work together and bring in this fish. That's right. That's right. So, that, so what was the last that's the last thing, thing I learned. Somebody. So that was the last thing you well, learned. Uh, and I want to I want to I want to just backtrack on something because the next time you tell this story, I don't want you to be like, it was so weird for him to tell me that. It was so weird for him to say that you know he spent all this time and these years working to build, and now my employees are at, you know, or his his employees are at my disposal. That's weird. That's not weird. That's called favor. Hey. Yeah, you're right. You know, I guess I'm just, it, that, sometimes when, like, God blesses you, you don't feel like you deserve it, and so then it's just of like, course. I don't, it's weird, you know. Yeah. Uh, I just watch, oh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm sitting on this fire truck and driving by, so if you hear something. Um, anyway, but um, I was watching this Breakfast Club interview with uh, Kirk Franklin. He talked about how he's nervous behind every album and how he just sometimes mm-hmm. has all this insecurity and anxiety and depression and all this stuff and how much he wrestles with. I'm like, this is Kirk Franklin. You know, like, if I had half the platform, I would be – walking with the chest out, but maybe I wouldn't be, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and his favorite quote, or my one of my favorite quotes is like, the past generation showed us their scriptures without showing us their scars, and so you see what they lean on to make them strong, but you don't see the pain that they went through to lean on that so hard, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like, that's good, but ooh, the last thing um I taught somebody. Um, that I'm not sure about the, if the last thing, but one of my favorite things to teach somebody is uh, the word recreation. The word recreation is also spelled the same as recreation. And in your mm-hmm. leisure time, you choose to recreate yourself into a better form or a worse form. You decide. Your boss ain't telling you what to do. Your mom ain't telling you what to do. This is your recreation time. And so the term recreational drug is a misnomer because if you are drinking yourself to oblivion, you're detaching from reality and that it does not do anything positive for you. you know, if you are you know, smoking yourself stupid, then that's not doing anything positive to you. Now, there's some argument that's saying like that social, uh, that wallflower just, has a beer, a drink, and then they're social and they can talk and it kind of gets over those butterflies. Okay, I'll let that pass. But what I'm saying is that your recreation defines you more than anything else um, besides, like, the identity that you, you choose, that you're beautifully and wonderfully made, of course. But how you spend your free time defines the type of person you are. You know, if you spend your free time only seeking self-pleasure, then that's what you are. You know, if you spend your free time trying to screw people over, then that's what you are. If you spend your free free time trying to uplift and grow others, that's what you are. And so I just want to put that in your head, like, or anybody's head, that 
in your leisure time, you can recreate yourself into a better form or you can recreate yourself into a worse form and you decide what you want to do. I like that. I like that. I'm over here trying to post it on social media now. Fast as you talking, I'm like, yes, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. It's <laughs> all good. How do you feel that? How do you feel that you can make your company better? Um, I'm always looking at what's the problem I'm here to solve. You know, it, it's it's very easy for business owners to be like, ooh, I'll do this because it's cool. And if I do this, people will love me. And if I do this, people will follow me. And if I do this, people will come to my website. You know, but those are all just tactics. What's the bigger uh, result? What's the biggest thing? And I really Growing up, I was confused on why people in the church had a problem with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And after reading some of his work and being in the church now and how they treated Kaepernick, I I get it. I see it. And I really think that the church is failing miserably in its addressing race relations. And as a result, I'm really pushing Rap Remnant in a direction to highlight those issues and focus on those issues and make another generation less ignorant to those race issues. Um, And what's unfortunate, I think, that today um, black struggle has always been the black struggle since the beginning of time, or at least this country. But the black struggle doesn't need to wed or marry all these other struggles to get ahead. Uh, A lot of times it's these other struggles that are using the success of the black struggle to progress themselves forward. And what, what made Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So successful is showing how ugly everybody was acting while he used the Bible and, quoted the Bible and was a pastor, he was a preacher, and how he used religion and faith to get people through that ugliness. And that's why he's revered today, because he could have turned into that Malcolm X and just shot some people up. When, hey, if somebody bombs my front porch, the last thing I'm thinking about is inviting people over and standing on it to show them. I mean, but... I got to work on my heart that ain't had that Martin Luther King Jr. level yet. Um, And so I think that's where I want to take the business, and that's what the business can help solve is this race relations issue in the church. Now, speaking of taking the business to – that level of expectancy. I understand that you're going to be rebranding soon. Yes. Yes, I am. Um, it That has been a fun challenge. Um, I wanted to put a little bit more soul into it, put a little bit more uh, uh, fire into it, really. Um, and there, there's a couple things. There's a... a a Christian hip hop website that has an R as their logo and we have an R for all of our uh social media profiles and we're just too similar and I'm not trying to be a copycat. I'm not trying to be too similar to anybody. And and that wasn't the lead or the inspiration behind it, but that was a, a major force into saying, Okay, you need to differ- differentiate yourself and um I'm taking the same lettering and the same font and uh, incorporating it into a new logo and uh, the new focus. And we're really focusing on the independence and we're going to make sure to really double down on that. Um, My wife is half Nigerian and we were blessed enough to go back to Nigeria in January. And I got to meet 
some of her cousins that she was also meeting for the first time. I got to see the house that her dad started building. Uh, I got to stay with her uncle, who um, uh, is a pretty prominent guy in the States and overseas. Uh, And there's this one word that her cousin taught me that just really stuck to me, and it's Isiagu. And Isiagu means the lion's head. It also means the chief, chieftaincy. And what Rap Remnant is going to be doing is helping everybody be the chief of their own life. And we're going to make an Isiagu out of you. And the difference between a soldier and a warrior is a soldier is told what to do and then does it. Whether the it's morally right or wrong, a soldier does what he's told. A warrior thinks for himself. A warrior mm-hmm. takes their morals and they implement them across the world or in their world. And uh, that's what the Isiagu is all about is we're taught these morals, we're given this code of ethics, and we live it. And we are set apart from everybody else because of how we live our life and that's kind of a nutshell. Uh, it's going to happen around the middle of July. So, you know, hit us up. Keep a lookout. I'm, I'm really excited to, for the new logo. Uh, I'm really excited. I just got to, you know, I can't say too much because otherwise I'll give it away and kind of stamp out the sizzle. Of course, of course. I know how that is. <laughs> if you could offer... If you could offer one piece of advice to someone who is just starting out and they're listening tonight and they're like, yeah, I got this awesome idea um, for, you know, a website for the independent community, um, but I'm clueless. Like, I don't know where to start. Like, I can go to, I don't know, GoDaddy and build a website, but I don't know where to go after that. What piece of advice would you be able to offer that person? Just start. Uh I mean, first off, pray about it. Uh, if you don't know how to pray, like, you know, just sit in a quiet room and th- think about what you're you're doing, and you know, ask ask for guidance. Um, the, so I mean, first that um, because you don't want to be running in the wrong direction and then pray and then be like, "Oops, I just wasted all this time and effort." Uh, right, right. But but just just start it. I mean, there I can't tell you how many I websites I've bought and then was like, Well, that no, I can't do that. And then later on it was like, Okay, well I only lost twelve bucks but um what I'm I'm saying just start it and you know what? If it's meant to be it will work out. Like there are some ideas that I got sizzling right now that I'm just I got the domain, I'm sitting on it, I'm just waiting to wrap up a couple other things and then push it. Um, and it, it's just time is the most valuable resource. I know money feels like the most finite resource, but it's time that has is the most finite. You know, money can come and go, but your time only goes. Um and you don't want to just be sitting at the end of your life like, oh, wait, I pushed everything to the next day, and now mm-hmm. I'm sitting here, and I can't travel. I can't do what I need to mm-hmm. do. So I'd say just start it. And even if you make a mistake, that's fine. We're allowed to make mistakes. It's We're human. Everybody's imperfect. So just start it. Now, I, I have a lot of um, artists on the show who um, they have, you know, numerous different platforms from homelessness awareness to suicide prevention um, to uh, rape crisis. There, there's numerous platforms that they stand upon. Does the company um, help the community um, in any way? I'm sorry, what was the last part of that question? There's multiple platforms they stand on. What was the last part? Does your company um, help the community in any way? Um, not through 
a specific – well, actually, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. Um, my wife's family started a nonprofit called the Okumabwa Progressive Group. And what this does is it, it raises money for scholarships in Nigeria and capital improvement projects like solar panel lights and improving roads and giving people small business loans, uh, just a whole bunch of good stuff. Uh, and I've been involved with them, and Rap Remnant has supported their initiative. Uh, and so as far as helping Nigeria, we've done efforts on that. Uh, locally, we are hosting a free-to-everyone-who-comes concert that promotes independent artists of different genres in the, the town we're in. Um, and besides being an awareness tool for um, race issues, like there isn't really a direct race nonprofit that we support uh, like that. So long story short, we do help um, Nigeria and we do help um, the the local town we are at. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good right there. That's good. I feel like I, and I know we were talking before the show, but I feel like I know your wife from somewhere. Everybody knows I stalk people's <laughs> pages. That's how I learn about them. But I feel like I know um, your wife. She has such a, um, her presence in her pictures, it exudes um, just um, looks very angelic. And um, I can tell that Aww. she's a very helpful um, young lady. So I wish to both of you success in, in each and every endeavor that you um, put your hand and your name upon. Um, I want to give you the opportunity you. now to go ahead and get your welcome. Go ahead and give you the opportunity now to get your social media contact information out so that those who are listening now, um, if they're interested in submitting their music, um, if they're inter- interested in being a part of your initiative, um, they have that information uh, now as well as uh, they may come back and listen on a um, on a on a show that you know will play on one of our other platforms. So you have the floor now to go ahead and get your contact and your social media information out. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So just real quickly, my wife, I definitely married up. I got no problem saying that I married up, and she was homecoming queen in high school and college, and I. I'm not even a prince of anything, so I know I married up. Um, but the all my social medias is Rap Remnant, so it's Twitter.com slash Rap Remnant, Instagram, Rap Remnant, SoundCloud, Rap Remnant, uh, the Facebook, Rap Remnant, uh, YouTube, we're, we're rebuilding. When Google bought YouTube, we were one of those that were just kind of cut out and don't know why but we're, we got to rebuild that um, and to there's two ways to go about it one you could go on Instagram look at the link tree that's in our bio and then what we do you'll see all the links so you can go right to submit you can go right to the home page you can go right to our advertising all from that link tree otherwise um, go to our website slash it's rapremnant.com slash submit music to submit your music. And uh, otherwise, rapremnant.com, that's where the lion roars. That's where we're, we're at. Awesome. There you have it. Thank you again for joining us this evening. I want you on the show. You're always family, so you're welcome back at any time. Um, guys, you will see me posting a lot about Rap Remnant coming up uh, real soon. Because, you know, we support um, the independent community and all that they do. Make sure you're following uh, the show on all platforms at Indie Fire. Make sure you're following me on all platforms at Girl in Motion. That's G-R-L-N-M-O-T-I-O-N. Live right here with us on Thursday, the 6th of June, we have the 
CEO of Urban Magazine out of upstate New York, uh, being original. Uh, he'll be here to uh, chop it up with us a little bit on Thursday. All right. So until then, of course, as always, I want to leave you with a quote. Music is the language of the spirit. It opens the secret of life, bringing peace and abolishing strife. That's Khalil Gibran. Until Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Indie Fire. Have a good night.